Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, I believe, yeah, Samuel Jackson's tip to be involved. So, yeah, maybe he'll be the, maybe he'll be the new Jigsaw. <laughs> Do you want to play a motherfucking game? Do you want to play a motherfucking game? Can you imagine? No whispering, you know, just shouting. Do you want to play or not? Do you want to play? Yeah, and talking about fluid, uh, I got really, really excited to hear that they are going to be rebooting, remaking, or whatever you want to call it, reintroducing us to... The Earth's axis has been knocked off course and is causing strange occurrences. One of the strange occurrences that's happened from this is the fact that... uh, the dead have risen. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of The Flicksters. Devaldo, we have got a ram-packed show for our listeners this week. Come on, man. Listen, apart from all the movie news that we're going to dish out, we've got two huge film reviews that we need to get through okay Huge. and ex- exactly they're like animal animalistic reviews man. so lion share yeah yeah exactly lion share of puns hey listen so deval what you been up to mate oh same as usual you know getting into trouble here and there watching a few movies a few tv shows and uh yeah same as usual really i would say nice and i'm hearing back in london back in england the weather has been like scorching now is it is it is it true because they're showing it on the news over here it it was blazing i'm not gonna lie like literally a few days ago we had the hottest uh like in london with the hottest uh, uh recorded weather in years so it got to like 38 degrees Damn. uh celsius in london i'm not sure i'm not sure i'm not sure what that is in fahrenheit but it's i think it's over 100 for sure yeah it's, it got serious and literally it's like you couldn't sleep you couldn't do anything nothing yeah. damn it damn it right okay so weather conversation out the that's over now because we always end up talking about the weather like typical brits <laughs> It's gone. It's, it's, it's shit now it's got it's shit now it's gone back to normal now it's like raining and cool and it's literally back to normal now it's shit uh shit okay all right okay cool so listen folks we are going to start the show off with some shout outs and Duvaldo, who are we going to call out this week so we've got m's shun- sunshine <laughs> so m's oh, sunshine very apt yep. uh m sunshine uh actually someone we know uh but uh, she shouted us out shouted us out actually on uh instagram because we posted a lot of the uh, the new, uh, well, Marvel news that came out from San Diego Comic-Con. So uh, literally during our yeah. last show, while we were recording, a lot of the news sort of was happening and then broke after we recorded. So we'll get to, we'll get to cover that news today. But literally some of our posts were just like, it just went crazy on social media. All the Marvel news that, that we'll talk talk about a bit later. But she's a massive Marvel head, uh, M's Sunshine. And uh, she definitely loves Marvel, so she she follows all our Marvel posts. So big shout out to you, M's yeah. Sunshine. <laughs> and, uh, like I say, exactly. I have to say it as it is on social media. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, I remember there were a couple of movies that we went to with the M's 
dot sunshine um i think it was like me you like k m's dot sunshine and i think our couple of other like people from from work uh, also went as well but i mean we saw quite a few marvel films together so yeah man it was like really cool yeah we did and she, she's always there to see the films when they come out like on the on the on the very first day so she's a serious cat she's a serious cat exactly exactly yeah, she is defo. Yeah, so keep listening, Ems. And you know what? If you've got any film reviews that you want us to read out, yeah. listen, just DM us or put it out on Instagram and we will read it out. Okay, so listen, we are going to move on to movie news. And oh God, this this movie, we spoke about this next movie that we that I'm going to kind of quickly mention. Uh, I think we brought it up about maybe about three months ago. And this is going to be a reboot of a film from the 90s, right, Deval? Is that correct? Am I right in saying that? Spawn from the 90s? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, 1997. No. Yeah, 97, I think. And this is strange because, look, when I when we brought this up and we said, right, Jamie Foxx is attached to it and there's got some other kind of um, uh, other actors involved in this, like big name actors... But this is like really shocking to kind of hear this. But what you've what you've written down over here is that the the director Todd McFarlane it needs more money. What is up with this man? Making movies is not easy. Yeah, yeah. Even in Hollywood, I mean, Todd McFarlane is the creator of Spawn. I believe he's also the creator of uh, Deadpool. Oh, someone else in Marvel that he, that he also helped create. I'm not sure. I don't think it's Deadpool. It might be shit. I'm getting mixed. I've got to find out. But yeah, he's a massive uh, comic book creator. And he's literally, you know, re- writing and directing this version of Spawn, which is going to be starring Jamie Foxx. And yeah, I mean, we, we spoke about this months ago, actually, if not last year. It was months ago we spoke about this. We put it on our social media, on Facebook, Twitter. It went crazy. And so far, nothing. They ain't started filming yet or anything. And it, it, it's, it's sort of uh, come to light that you know, the money that's needed for this film, they need more money to make it happen. I mean, Spawn's, Spawn's going to be heavily, you know, CGI and stuff like that. And to really get that that vision that he has from his comic books yeah. lifted onto the silver screen, it's not going to be cheap. So I think, yeah, I think basically because it's a bit of a, I would say it's a risky project because Spawn's been done once in 97. It didn't blow, it didn't blow up the box office then. True say. And for investors to you know, fully write blank checks now for that is a risk. So they're not getting the funding that they thought they would get. Hopefully they thought, you know, with Jamie Foxx involved, you know, it might make the investors a bit more liberal, but it hasn't happened. So I think they're struggling with money. And there was some talk of Todd McFarlane even going to like a Kickstarter type situation to try and get... Because that way, way you know, the the, the fans might want to invest themselves. So... You know, so watch this space. So far, it hasn't happened yet. Not not to say it's not going to happen, sure. but, you know, it's not going to be as easy as they thought. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we'll keep our eyes peeled, you know, for some further information. And if it does get to Kickstarter, man, we'll, the Flixers are going to back it. We want our name there on the credits, right? Don't we, Deval? <laughs> all right okay let's um let's move so on you got your name with no credits you gotta put in some serious wonder yeah mm. all right okay so now let's move on to some horror news now we brought you this news a while ago and it was a shock to us and i'm sure you know what it's probably kind of like raised a few eyebrows with with you guys as well but chris rock chris rock's saw movie 
is going to be released when, Deval? May 2020. May 2020. So listen, look, here's the deal with this one. So Chris Rock, the comedian, the actor, the producer, the writer, I mean, he's he's got his fat, you know, hands in a lot of things. He's taken on the Saw franchise. So we don't know... I mean, I don't know like what the kind of synopsis is or what kind of like the plot line of this new movie is, but it's Chris Rock. And did we say um, Samuel L. Jackson's involved as well, Deval? I believe, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's tipped to be involved. So, yeah, I, maybe, he'll the, maybe he'll be the new Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Do you want to play a motherfucking game? <laughs> Do you want to play a motherfucking game? <laughs> Can you imagine? No whispering, you know, no, just no, shouting. Exactly. Do you want to play or not? Do you want to play? He will bring the ruckus, man. Seriously, this guy will just kill it. But it'd be interesting just to see what Chris, you know, a, a movie like this from Chris Rock, what it would look like and, you know, the tone of it. Is it going to be more comedy than horror? You know, is it going to be kind of like the way of, you know, Jordan Peele type of a movie? Listen, whatever it is, we will sure, sure to watch it. So uh, we'll let you guys know. Okay, yeah. so now... This is where we start bringing in the Marvel news and the comic book news, ladies and gentlemen, and we've got a big one. Now, Deval, you did say that you were going to like streak naked through the streets of London if this thing happened, right? Don't you remember this? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, free, I'm free to streak naked no matter what. Hey, so, <laughs> But listen, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we can now tell you, actually a lot of people might already know this because this happened like a few days ago. It happened, maybe even happened like a week ago, I'm yeah. not sure. But Avengers Endgame, officially the highest grossing film of all time. Deval, do, exactly. the, custom, do the customary woo. Woo! 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 So, <laughs> so it finally happened, Devaldo. So it's beaten Avatar. Finally. You know, it's knocked Avatar off the the number one list, and yep. we were like, "This is great! This is fantastic!" We were hoping that this would happen. It just kind of another bow, you know, you know, in the in the arrow, basically for for Marvel, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, it's, it took a while. I, I kind of thought it might not happen, but it did, you know. And I'm I'm really really happy it did. I mean, uh, so just just to get the figures out there, and these figures are obviously still changing because the film is still out there but at the moment it's 2.79 billion dollars worldwide uh, avatar in number two is 2.78 so by three million dollars it's beating it so far but that will steadily climb i i, I sure. think but I'm, I'm really i'm really happy yeah i'm good and just just don't forget guys that avatar also had two cracks at the uh at the whip as well so they had two releases so they've also done the same thing as as Endgame. So if you want to say he's cheating, they're both as bad as each other, but still exactly. Endgame is on top and it should be. And I just want to add that RDJ Jr. was set to get another bonus if it beat Avatar. Are you serious? Oh yes. my gosh. So this guy is making this, money. That's it. This, that's it. What, what is this guy? What is this guy got to do now financially? He just doesn't have to do anything. This guy is just made. Nah. He can, he will get films made like seriously. So crazy, 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 crazy. All right. Okay. So now on to some other stuff. Whew. Now, so, um, you and I, we've spoken briefly, we're not in kind of like huge depth, Devaldo, but we've mentioned the name Adam Warlock. Now, yep. what is up with Adam Warlock and is are things about to get strange? 
Well, do you know what? Adam Warlock is a strange character. Just, you know, just as as he is by himself. That's not anything that's new to people that really know Adam Warlock. But the reason why I'm saying he's going to get even more strange is because he, they are, well, first of all, the, the rumours that Adam Warlock is going to be in in uh, Guardians 3 Whoa. hasn't actually been uh, confirmed yet. That's just what the rumours are because at the end of Guardians 2, uh, obviously the, you know, the gold lady, I forgot, I forgot what her name is, but the, uh, the, uh, the, that race of gold people, she made, yeah. you know, a person and said, oh, we'll call him Adam. So that's, you know, I think that's enough to say, yeah, he should be involved. But so far we've heard people like Zac Efron being tipped to play Adam Warlock. We've even, we've even heard Keanu Reeves being tipped to play Adam Warlock. But the newest, the newest bit of uh, speculation is that uh, the guy, you watch Stranger Things, don't you? Yes. Yeah, so the guy from Stranger Things, uh, his name is uh, Billy Hargrove in Stranger Things. He's yeah. the one that's like the, the sort of cool guy with the, with the you know, the, the sort of all-American, oh, American car, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. He's he's, a, he's in season three, he's the uh, lifeguard in the swimming pool area. Yeah. And uh, he's the brother of Max. Of, of Max, so basically, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's actually Australian, you know that? Oh shit! Good day, mate. He's Australian, yeah, he's Australian, uh, Australian Canadian. But yeah, so they're saying he may be Adam Warlock. Is it? Yes. And if you look at him, he kind of like he kind of has the Adam Warlock. He kind of look because you know? when you see the when you see Adam Warlock in the comics, oh my god, those yeah. locks. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. exactly, exactly. Uh, so he's five foot ten. So he's not he's not like obviously like you know Thor tall. Uh, Adam Warlock in the comics is really tall, but you know I think he can still pull it off. Maybe I don't know. Damn. Even in, in even in Stranger Things season three, he's here. Actually, looks a bit like Adam Warlock does. It, it, you know what it does, and it, half all the way through that, uh, you know, through season three, he's always got his top off on that anyway. Off you know, exactly. It's always in exactly. the shower in that one. But I mean, it's like um, so with Adam Warlock. So obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy Part Three. We, we're, we're going to obviously speak about all the Comic-Con news, but is what do we know about Guardians 3? Is this happening like next year, the year after? Whoa, or is this going to be no. in a different Gu phase? Guardians 3 so far wasn't even mentioned in Comic-Con. Uh, and because uh, uh, James Gunn has already committed to making the Suicide Squad, he's going to have to make Guardians 3 afterwards. So sure. we're not going to see Guardians 3 until... 2022 slash 2023 at the earliest, I yeah. would think. So it's going to be a while. So I think the Guardians could probably pop up in another film because that would be a really long time to have no Guardians. Mm. So who knows? I think maybe a couple of them might pop up somewhere else first. Sure, sure. No, I get that. I get that. And look, come on, let's not beat around the bush here. Let's just get into the Comic-Con news. So Divaldo, dish it out. Let's speak about this because there was so much news that was kind of released on that day we did it we recorded an episode of the flicksters and i think you mentioned in that episode like later on that day you know they'd be kind of speaking about what's going to be releasing and what's going to be coming out and you know lo and behold they did so later on after we kind of let film the the uh, after we recorded the show i, I was online and they were just kind of releasing the information and 
Twitter was was firing up and everything, and and we just put stuff out on our Instagram page. So, yeah, take it away, Deval. Just like let us know what. So, what can we expect? Yeah, so oh, there's a lot going on. I mean, first of all, they they announced the sort of phase four, uh, well, phase four list of of Marvel films, which is gonna in sort of a I guess kind of release order is gonna be Black Widow, uh, which is uh, May 2020. Uh, then we have the Eternals, November 2020. Uh, in between that, we have Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is going to be on a Disney streaming service. Sure. Uh, Shang-Chi, that's going to be, I think, February 2021. Uh, Division, that's going to be on a, on a Disney streaming service. Uh, and actually, he's saying Wonder Vision will actually include uh, Monica Rambeau, who is the daughter mm. of uh, Maria Rambeau, who we saw in Captain Marvel. In Captain Marvel, yeah. Yeah, the daughter is the one that, you know, was... Uh, chatting with Captain Marvel about one day growing up and flying and stuff like that. So, yeah. And the actress that plays her, oh my gosh, she's hot. Oh man. Yeah, man. Yeah, she's seriously hot. Trust me. But, uh, and, let me, and, yep. and just, just quickly, just to interject on that. And she is the, the, apparently the new, the new 007. What? You know, the, the, the mum of Monica Rambeau. No, Monica Rambeau. Uh, Maria Rambeau, the one that was in Captain Marvel. Yeah, the, yeah. the mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're saying that she's going to be the, she's the new 007. Are you serious? Yes. She's going to be a female. Yes. This is. The, is it? Devout, okay, we'll speak no, about this joking. another time. No, okay. no, no, no. Seriously, I, no, seriously. I, mean, seriously. I, I think against it, but I just. I mean, first of all, I mean, they, they, they're struggling to think of it. Just Elba <laughs> being 007, but now you're going to say he's going to 007 is going to be a female black person. Nah, I'm Basically, buying it. Mm-mm. The 007 is a female. And what happens is they need Daniel Craig's character to come back to do one last job. So technically she is the new 007, but they rope in Daniel Craig because they need his help because he's retired. Yeah. I know she's, she's, she's in, in the next one, isn't she? She's in uh, Bond 25. She, Yes, she's and apparently she's she's the Serious? new 007. What? Yes. Wow. Okay, we will we will we'll cover that another time. Damn, you heard it here first, guys. Exactly. Damn. Um so okay. so so one division and then what's after that? Uh then we have uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness which will actually include heavily Crazy. heavily include Scarlet Witch and the uh, director mm. Scott Derrickson has has said in 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 Comic Con that this will be Marvel's first horror film. He said this will be because he's a horror director. He 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 he's been involved in the Exorcism of Emily Rose. He's been involved mm. in Insidious, I think it is, yep. or Sinister, one of them. Uh, he's been involved in uh, the Lights Out that he directed. Well, he's directed a few horror I films. Think basically, so, yeah. he's he's sort of back catalogue is horror. And he said, once he'd done uh, Strange, uh, Doctor Strange 1, he said in, in the next film, he wants to get a bit more darker. He wants to get a bit more into the multiverse of of the comics. He wants to get into all that kind of different dimensions and stuff. We saw a bit of it in Doctor Strange 1 when the uh, the Ancient One took him on the multiverse tour. Yeah. You know, uh, but he wants to go deep into this one. And, and in, in this sure. one, uh, the, the sort of main boss or baddie is said to be Nightmare. Nightmare is a gangster of a villain. He is Ooh. like Freddy Krueger. Like he, he's like the nightmare realm is <laughs> a next level of place. He just, oh, that's where he's like his most powerful. It's a bit like how Dormammu is in, in, in that dimension. He's like mad powerful. Uh, if Dormammu if came to sort of, you know, our dimension, he'll still be powerful, but he won't be as powerful as yeah. he is in his own dimension. A bit like how Freddy Krueger works in the dream state. He's, he's powerful, but in regular state, he's just, 
a man with a with a glove. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Nightmare is meant to be really powerful, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be just... some other villains there yeah. as well. Whoa, but the man. fact that uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be involved, they're looking to get really, really, really like mystical with this version of Doctor Strange. Really mystical. And don't forget as well, think about Scarlet Witch. We first saw her in uh, in the post credit scene, I think, for Winter Soldier, I think. Uh, but think of any time we see Scarlet Witch, what happens to her? She gets more and more powerful. When we first saw her in uh, Age of Ultron, she was, you know, so, so powerful. She was, she was able to, like, manipulate mm. people's minds and do some stuff and stuff like that. Uh, we saw her in uh, Civil War. Uh, you know, every time we see her, look, look at when, look at in uh, Infinity War, she was the only person that was strong enough to 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 destroy an Infinity Stone. That's no like you know that's not easy. So every time we see her, she gets stronger and stronger because she's also aging. Yeah, Remember, she yeah. was meant to be when we first saw her. They were the teenagers. They were they were like kids. She's getting stronger, and when she pairs up with Doctor Strange, they're going to be reading some right. books and going into the the, kids, yeah. the Agamotto. They're going to look at the Book of Ashanti. They're going to you know Sumograph might be involved. Who knows? I mean. All these deep, deep Doctor Strange legacy <laughs> situations might be tapped open when two people that are, you know, are really good with the mystic arts yeah. get together. So I'm looking forward to that one. Multiverse of Madness, yeah? Hmm. Madness. What a title. And I hope, I hope they bring in, I hope they bring in uh, Chuitel Edge of Four again. I hope he, I hope he turns up because, because by the end of, by the end of part one, he was pissed off, man. He was like, damn you lot. He was angry. He was angry. Too many sorcerers. Mm. And now Scarlet Witch, another one. Hmm, he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming he's back. He's coming back, man. <laughs> what about, go and say it, the, the whip of, no, what is it? The, the staff. The, the staff of the living tribunal. <laughs> I love that. And he said, this is the staff of the Living Tribunal. Oh, shit, I love the Living that. Tribunal is a gangster of a character. He's like the second most powerful character in the Marvel, Damn. like in Marvel comics. So I can't wait. Even to mention his name, like, wow, that's yeah, big. I can't wait. Wow. Now, um, what if? Yeah, what if? What if it's going to be a, a, a series of animation uh, shorts that will... Uh, be able to explore situations that basically what if so what if uh uh i don't know like so what if peggy carter had these uh you know the super super soldier serum what if uh killmonger he's uh you know what if his dad wasn't killed by black panther mm. uh and what if killmonger was taken to wakanda and was raised like how he should have been raised sure. you know what if all these situations i think the watcher is also going to be involved in a what if uh, situation. It's going to be narrated by the guy that's in uh, Westworld. I can't remember his name now, but a oh. uh, black guy yes. who uh, who who doesn't know he's, he's a, a he's an robot, android. Basically. He's a robot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wonder if he's going to be uh, Uatu the Watcher. Uatu the Watcher is a famous watcher who, but the Watchers are like a race of like. They're, they're, they're powerful but they're quite benevolent they're just supposed to uh, watch and not intervene yeah. they're, they're supposed to take record of every situation that happens in the universe but not intervene uh, but Uatu the Watcher sometimes intervenes <laughs> so it's like he does that and he shouldn't do it so <laughs> we saw the Watchers in uh, like a end of credit scene With, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 Stanley. 
with Stan Lee. Yeah, he was he was reporting to the watchers about all these sort of places and things that he's seen. So who knows? I mean, yeah, I mean, and th- there's a there's a deep story in the comics where I think uh, uh, Nick Fury. I think he kills one of the watchers and then he must take one of the watchers place. He's on the moon, oh. the dark side of the moon or something like that, I think. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's deep. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. And All these what ifs are going to be exactly. good. Exactly. And the what if there's also a famous one, which kind of leads into the next piece of news, which is like, what if Jane Foster, she wielded uh, Thor's hammer? But that's not going to be a what if, you know, that's actually going to happen. That is going to happen. And tell us about this. What is actually going to happen mm. with this new... So. That brings us on to the next one, Thor, Love and Thunder, which again is going to be directed by Taika Waititi. So you know what kind of film you're going to sure. get. Colourful, vibrant, funny, but also full of action. And uh, look, it looks like uh, Natalie Portman has come back. She is reprising her role as, as uh, Jane Foster, the physicist that you know has a thing for Thor. And in this one, it's said that she's going to be uh, Jane Foster Thor. Yeah, or Mighty Thor. And in the comics, yeah, exactly, Mighty Thor. And in the comics, uh, this this story is done by John Aaron, I think his name is. And uh, this story is when Jane Foster... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's not John Aaron then. It must be another Aaron. <laughs> I'm mixing my names up with Game of Thrones, but it's something Aaron. Okay. His name's something Aaron. I think it might, it might be John Aaron, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But, uh, but yeah, so basically, uh, Jane Foster in the comics... She uh, actually has cancer, breast cancer, and she's obviously quite sick. And I, th- I think she actually is uh, not doing so well. And she might be, you know, her, her, her lifespan is uh, affected by it. Basically, she's dying is what I'm trying to say. And uh, she somehow becomes worthy. And as she is worthy, you know, when she lifts the hammer, her symptoms go away. But it comes, it kind of somehow accelerates the cancer Shit. so even when when she's when she's in the form of thor she's all powerful and all that kind of thing but when she goes back to jane foster it's like it's taken a bit it's taken a it's taken a, its toll on right. her human condition but yeah it's interesting yeah i mean it's it's a it's in the comics it's quite recent actually and uh i guess we're going to see how she will deal with this even natalie portman herself said she's going to be working out like crazy yeah she said to people, look how I look, look at me now and just remember how I look now because when I'm done with my workout and I'm, when I'm ready for Thor, you're not going to recognize me. So she's looking to really, you know, Pump up. get like, yeah, seriously, like, you know, cause she's, I guess as a, as a regular sort of a person, she's not, you know, about that life, but she knows she has to get thawed up, you know, exactly. <laughs> she has to get thawed up for, for the, for the role. And, and at the Comic-Con like in San Diego, she came on and there's pictures of her mm. holding Thor's hammer and stuff. And there's Taika Waititi yep. there and they're talking about the whole thing. And yeah, yep. man, it's just like, you know, I had a conversation. Um, there was one of the messages that we got on Instagram, which was, and I, I'm going to ask you this question and I'll ask the listeners out there. Now, should that have been a, a kind of a surprise? Should we have known so far in advance that she, Natalie Portman, like Jane Foster is going to be Mighty Thor? Or do you think it should have been, yeah, look, they've announced, uh, you know, Thor 4. And you know what? People are going to be excited about that. And then when they go to watch the movie, it's like, boom, mm. this is the storyline. What do you think? I hear, I hear what you're saying, but I, I, I kind of think that uh, 
they're kind of give, I don't know. I think that there's there's going to be stuff that I think will satisfy what you're saying. Yeah. There's going to be surprises. I think there's going to be cameos. It's going to be all sorts. But I think they also have to give people something to be excited for. Sure. And I think somehow the news will leak out that Natalie Portman's involved eventually, and maybe people won't put it together and think, oh, she's going to be Thor. But I think by by them telling us that. I don't think it's too much damage. It just gets people excited for something new, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so I guess, yeah, they could have they could have made it a surprise, but I think by revealing it, you know, people are still excited and they're not going to be disappointed, I don't think. Yeah, okay. So I look, so. They, so look, listen, Marvel, they announced like some major, major big, big projects and all the stuff that you've said is kind of like really, really exciting, but they didn't finish. They didn't end just there. Devout, what other films or projects did they announce or or kind of hint at which was going to which are going to be coming yeah so there's a well they kind of hinted well there wasn't much time actually uh to go into detail about projects that we know are going to happen so black panther 2 kevin feige said yep uh after you know they only had an hour and a half so they spoke about all these projects that we've just spoke about but they said or he said uh, don't worry, guys, uh, these things are still happening, but we just didn't have time to talk about them. And that includes Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, obviously, no, another Avengers film, which is not going to be part of Phase 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, phase 4 is only going to be two years. So, you know, yeah. you need a bit more time to get the Avengers to that stage. Uh, and also Fantastic Four. And uh, X-Men. Yeah. So he said these things are happening, but, you know, they're going to be happening later, but we just don't have time to talk about where we're at at the moment. And also, I don't think they're at a stage where they want to give away too much information now because, you know, sometimes this is quite fluid. You know, things, sometimes they announce something and it might change. So I don't think they want to announce anything to do with those projects too soon because, they're still probably on the draw the, the drawing board or quite early on in the sort of script stages. Yeah. So uh, they've got to be delicate because, you know, people are really hurt already by the, the lack luster, you know. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> so lack fantastic luster. for an X-Men. Yeah. And talking about fluid, uh, I got really, really excited to hear that they are going to be rebooting, remaking, or whatever you want to call it, reintroducing us to Blade. And, oh my gosh, this was like big news. So what do we know about Blade? Mm, the Daywalker. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the way it was introduced, was, uh, I think it was actually really good. The way Mahashala or uh, Ali came out and just put the hat on, Mm. And it said blade on it. That was wicked. That was a wicked way to do it. It's just like non-verbal. Yeah. But yeah, so, so far we know that it's going to be during phase five, which is going to be after 2022 uh, two or 2023. And uh, uh, we're not sure, obviously, what kind of tone it's going to be. I'm thinking it's still going to be PG-13. It's not going to be as dark as Wesley Snipes one, for sure, mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, but yeah, so he's going to be introduced. Uh, and for, for, for them to introduce an actor like, uh, Mahashala Ali who's like an Oscar winner I think twice yeah. now yeah uh, and he's young enough to carry on for a few more years he's fit he's fit and able you know he's he's got a good he's got a good presence they're looking for something long term so he could be like a he could be definitely I reckon like a Avenger of some sort in the future yeah, yeah definitely I'm not man. sure I'm not sure what kind of villains he's going to be fighting I think I know because Morbius is 
Mobius filming. One. Yeah. That's going to be released next year uh, as part of Sony. So I'm not sure if there's going to be a crossover there. Who knows? But so far, we don't know anything about, you know, what's going on with Blade, villains, release date, uh, characters. Uh, but it's going to be a reboot. So it could be totally different to what we've seen already. Sure. But the fact is, the fact that they they introduce Marsha Ali onto the stage and, you know, what they've announced yeah. Blade, it's, that is just like amazing. So to me, in my mind, it's like, don't you dare, you you are not going to go back on this now. You are not going to go back on this because Blade is one of my favourite characters and i got a real, real love for the Wesley Snipes version because I love that that first Blade. But I think this is going to be, yeah. I think Marvel are going to do some really great stuff with this. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Whoa, man, Definitely. that is a lot, a lot of news. There's and like you said, yeah, there's a lot going on there. And like you said, they didn't even have time to mention Fantastic Four and X-Men, but yep. Yep. they are working on this stuff. So ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be seeing, you know, Marvel's first family. We're going to be seeing mutants again. And just listen, as, as the years go on, as the months go on, slowly, slowly, news will start to trickle out and phase five you know, phase five is where we'll start to see kind of like, you know, the, all those other films that you mentioned as well. And yeah, exactly. Possibly uh, a, a Fantastic Four reboot. Okay, so now, so you had Marvel on one side. Now, on the other side of the corner, there's DC. And what did DC bring to 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 the to the negotiation table? DC brought. Oh shit! They didn't bring shit. Yeah, they didn't bring anything. <laughs> bad, <laughs> they didn't bring anything. Yeah, it's like they didn't. I mean, the, the, the actually, do you know what? Let me let me go back on that. DC brought some news regarding the TV shows. Yeah. Uh, so like the Arrowverse and stuff like that. So there was there's a lot there's a lot of hype about the the sort of upcoming seasons of like the crossover. Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. There's going to be a massive crossover of, uh, it's called the Crisis on Infinite Earth. And that's going to be actually, I think by the looks of it, it's going to be really good. Arrow is finishing. This is the yep. last season. So Arrow is going to go out on a bang. Uh, Flash is going to continue with, I think, season, is it season six now, I think? Six I now. Think. Six is going to be the next so. one, yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, and then Legends of Tomorrow will continue, I think, as well. But yeah, so basically, yeah, Brandon Roof, Roth, is that his name? Brandon Roth, who is yeah, in Legends Ruth. of Tomorrow, he, he plays uh, Atom. Atom. Uh, he originally played uh, Superman in 2006. So like I think you mentioned this last week, he's going to be playing Superman again in mm-hmm. uh, in uh, the Arrowverse, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. And he's just said, yeah, it's like a, so it's an honor to be playing Superman again. He never thought it would happen. And it's, it's a bit weird, but actually at the same time, it can work because Crisis on Infinite Earth is looking at different Earth situations and different Earths. And I guess one of the Earths that they're going to explore, it could be the 2006 <laughs> Earth or 2006 era of yeah. that Superman. Sure. So, yeah, who knows? See what happens with that one. Also, Supergirl's going to be wearing trousers. Okay. <laughs> no more skirt. Wow. Which I actually think is better because it, it's, it's more modern. Uh, it's, more, it's more practical. It's in line with the computer games because she's, she's she's wearing like uh, sort of trousers in, in, in that. And it probably just looks better. It's less of a kind of like, you know, uh, 
sort of it's just look, it looks less sexual it, it looks more sure. more serious you know like rather than like yeah. a short skirt sort of fighting you know so yeah, yeah, totally. it, it, it looks better it looks better for me and there's going to be uh obviously i mean we've mentioned this before about batwoman that's going to be uh making an appearance as well so things are yeah for for tv wise it's looking pretty yeah. good but yeah. in terms of kind of like the big screen what what do we know do we know anything any any latest news on wonder woman aquaman maybe the flash no, anything they else didn't, they didn't show anything i think they're going to be showing something more on the uh, is it expo listen there's there's, right. there's, there's there's another sort of a convention happening i think in september i think dc are meant to show a bit more there uh, I think DC knew that they would have competition against Marvel, so they thought, "Oh no, no, uh, uh, no, no, we'll, we'll stay home." Yeah, you know, so they, they sort of yeah. stayed home. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Damn. I think we'll get more. We'll get more uh, DC news a bit later on. Uh, exactly. So, mm. Yeah, so we'll keep you posted on that one. Now on to some other kind of, you know, more. Stuff that we've kind of mentioned before, I think. So um, we spoke about, yeah, we spoke about Kill Bill, didn't we? Maybe a week ago or a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And it popped up on our anniversary corner. I think we were speaking about Kill Bill Volume 2. But this is big news. So um, Tarantino and Uma Thurman, what uh, what are they talking about? Yeah, and you know what? If this happens, I, I'll just say from now, I called this years ago, yeah? yeah. I've mentioned it on a podcast, like, I swear they've heard the podcast because it's only after I've mentioned it that this is this is coming out. But basically, Uma Thurman and Quentin Tarantino are talking about a possible Kill Bill Part Three. Whoa! Yeah, they're discussing if it, if it's a possibility, what can happen, what's it going to be about, and so the far young from girl. What exactly what I'm hearing is the young girl who is the daughter of Vivica A. Fox's character. You know when Uma Thurman and uh, yeah. And Vivica A. Fox had that fight in the kitchen. In the kitchen, and the, yeah. the young girl came back from school. Vivica A. Fox said, like, you know, not around her kind of thing, leave her. Uh, basically, Uma Thurman kills Vivica A. Fox. The young girl comes and sees her dead mum. And Uma Thurman says to the young girl, you know, if when you're older and you still have a, you know, an issue, uh, we can talk then kind of thing. So it's kind of like the little girl when she grows up, she's going to have her own Kill Bill situation with Uma Thurman. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I called that years ago and I, I said, I still say to this day, that young girl should be, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh shit, her name's gone out my head now. Uh, Zazie Beats. The young girl oh. should be Zazie Beats. 100%. Be cool. There's no one else on earth that should play this young girl but her. So yeah, if that man. happens again, then you know I said it and I, I want my money, yeah? I want my, my 2.5% for <laughs> idea and concept. I'm not asking for much. 2.5% of, I'll say, you know, I'll even take domestic gross. Don't give me worldwide because I know, you know so f- give me domestic gross, US domestic gross, not UK, yeah? I'm, I'm, I'm clever. So I want my 2.5% of US domestic gross as payment for my concepts and idea, please, Quentin Tarantino, yeah? Thank you very much. Do it. No, but listen, listen, look, all jokes aside, that would be a brilliant premise. Like, you know, the bride, she's older, she's wiser, she's probably left the game, but then some badass knocks on the door and it's like, bitch, remember me? You killed my mom? Boom, exactly. let's go for it. And she did say, she did say to her, if, if when, you're, when you're older, come and look for me. She said it. So it's not a surprise. Yes. Exactly. She said it. So, 
listen, man, I called it devout. I called it, you know what I'm saying? I called this, right? Didn't I? <laughs> well, you called it as well, did you? You don't, don't try. Don't, I, I shame about your 2.5%. That two and, and a half, you, yeah? that no, two and a half percent is getting less and less now. Seriously, if this, if, if this happens, right, if this happens, this is going to be great news. So we will definitely keep you posted on that. So on to now some other um, film news. Now, listen, this is this movie, I, this next movie that we're going to speak about, I think is going to be major. It's always kind of like an event thing with this film director. I'm talking about Christopher Nolan. And we mentioned Christopher Nolan maybe two, three episodes ago when we kind of said, hey, there's this kind of big event film being worked upon, kind of like, you know, no details you know, being released at the moment, uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson or R. Bats, uh, you know, future, the Batman is, uh, is supposedly going to be attached to this movie. He's going to be playing a role. And apparently he was shoved in some room and it was like all, you know, top secret. He had access to the script. He read it and then that was it. And there's kind of like a cast of like Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh in there and like, you know, a whole host of other great actors. So, um, what we do know, Deval, is this movie is called Tenet. Tenet. And give me some other information about this movie because it sounds interesting, Deval. Tell us, reveal. Oh, mate. Oh, all I can say uh, is, yeah, you're right. The, the movie is shrouded in mystery and Christopher Nolan doesn't get out of bed to make shit films. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, that's that's enough to be said. The last film we saw from him was in uh was for uh what's that what's that, uh, that was a war film called again uh oh um dunkirk dunkirk yep a lot of Great realistic film, yeah. effects there and real planes and real boats but now he's getting back to his bag yeah this film mate this film that is called tenet that's supposed to be that he's making at the moment is the the, the rumors so far is that it involves international espionage yeah, mm. which sounds good enough by itself. Exactly. But it is also said to involve, yeah, it's also said to involve hmm, the space-time <laughs> continuum. Oh, God. <laughs> that is wicked. <laughs> the space-time continuum, yeah. Great Scott. I'm telling oh you, we're gosh. getting Einstein up in this shit, man. Space-time, yeah, EC equals MC squared, shit up in the place. Continuum. Oh, yeah? That is like some deep shit, and I like it. Because when he does that yeah. shit, he does it right. He uses real science. Look at Interstellar. They use real science, oh, man. man. That was brilliant. Space-time continuum. Don't mess about. Don't mess about. And, and Exactly. And listen, look, you know, from a Christopher Nolan movie, you know, time, his movies, they have this, hmm. this, the theme of time. Exactly. You look at, um, Inception. Inception. Oh, I saw that film again, just a, like a, a week ago and I enjoyed it's wicked, it. man. Yeah. I really, I really like it. So like, so, so he, he obviously loves playing around with time. And if you have a look back yeah. at Dunkirk, it was the, the way that movie was, was filmed. It was like a week, um, like a few hours of a fighter pilot, a yeah. week of like someone on a boat. It was like a couple of days of on the warships. It was, it was, listen, look, he, look, time features heavily in his movies. So the fact that you've just now mentioned the space time continuum, like going all back to the future and shit. Oh my gosh, man. I just can't wait. Seriously. This is pfft. talk about fluids again. Like, you know what? This is going to be really good. Seriously. Um, I can't wait so for yeah, this so one. That's, 
Yeah, exactly. So that's Christopher Nolan, and we will keep you posted on that one, ladies and gentlemen. Now on to on to someone that we haven't spoken about on the show before. I don't think we have anyway, but this guy was, I mean, he still is, you know, he's, he's, he's a big deal. And I remember, you know, in growing up, I would watch his kind of stand up comedy shows, watch his movies, coming to America, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, um, uh, you name it, this guy, man, he's done some brilliant stuff like uh, Eddie Murphy Raw, the stand-up show that he did was like a classic for me as well. But Eddie Murphy, Deval, is apparently working on a deal. And what deal is this? Yeah, he's working on a big deal, actually, a big, big Netflix deal. And he's looking to do a Netflix special, uh, similarly to what uh, Dave Chappelle done uh, uh, a while ago. he done a, Nef- a Netflix special that bagged him like millions of dollars and was quite successful. And Eddie Murphy's looking to come back in the same kind of way. I mean, it's been years since he's done anything like this, isn't it? Years, yes. like, like you mentioned, yeah. So I don't know. It was, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess also Dave Chappelle, he he, he went away for a few years, isn't he? He sort and of then took he came a, back, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't, I guess it wasn't as long. But uh, Eddie Murphy's been obviously out of the game even acting, I'm not really. Yeah, I've not man. really seen him in films. Maybe he's done some, maybe not as uh, sort of prestigious films. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah. But I've not really seen him in any. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah, I guess it's like having a bike for him, isn't it? Maybe exactly. And I, I guess there's going to be hype surrounding this because think about it: Eddie Murphy doing a stand-up show, peep, and that's what he's like. Kind of that's what his bread and butter was back in the day. Like he, you know, like I said before, like Raw and um, I can't remember what the other one was, but um, yeah, man. So his stand-up shows Delirious. were like brilliant. Delir- exactly, delirious. So like you know, he d- he did that, and you know what. It, it, it's, it's, it's going to be, I reckon there's going to be a lot of hype surrounding it, but I think he turned up on Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld did something for Netflix just recently where Jerry Seinfeld's driving around in a car and every episode he has a famous person or someone like another comedian or something. And in one of those episodes, it was Eddie Murphy. So it's Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld, they're driving around, they're cracking jokes, they're having a laugh. And so I think that was the last thing that he did. And this is pretty recently, but the fact that Eddie Murphy is going to be having his own like special is going to be big news. And I think people are going to just probably lap it up, man. And yeah, it'd be great to see him in a new film. Maybe, you know, who knows Beverly Hills, another Beverly Hills movie, but I mean, yeah, it'd be great just to even get this one. Oh yeah. All right. Listen, all right, listen. So we're going to be wrapping up film news, but before we wrap up Devaldo, I just want to say to you, Riddick, the Chronicles of Riddick part four. Yeah. Yeah. has been confirmed. And I think you mentioned this before as well, uh, but Vin Diesel, he's confirmed Riddick, semicolon, Furia. Oh my gosh. We're going to go to Furia, his home planet. Woo. And not only that, it's going to be an origin story of sorts. Yeah, it needs to be. I want to see what Furia is like, because they're, they're meant to be like a bunch of Wolverines down there. Like, they don't, they don't mess about. Bub. Oh my gosh. So look, so <laughs> folks, folks, we've got that we've we've got we've got Vin Diesel Vin Diesel in as well as doing like Guardians 3 and he's doing Avatar. He's gonna be doing Avatar as well, by the way. Oh, is he in Avatar, um, is it? I don't know that. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, he's 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 moved over and to Fast Avatar. And Fast and Furious so as well. And Fast and Furious. And add to that, 
add in another Riddick movie. So this guy is like busy. So we're going to be looking forward to that. But just finally, I just want to quickly say one thing. So John Wick part one, two, and three, like big movies made a lot of money for the film studios and, you know, Keanu Reeves, he, all the stuff that he does now, he's just making like waves in, in the industry and people love him for it. But apparently the John Wick TV series has been confirmed and it's going to be a prequel. So the director of John Wick part three and Keanu Reeves are involved in this. So Keanu Reeves will probably be more on the, in the sense of a um, kind of like an executive producer. Yeah. Yeah, or consult, yeah, whatever, like, you know, behind the scenes type of thing. And this is going to be a prequel. So all the shit that's gone on, you know, at the Continental before John Wick part one, basically. So yeah, man, it's going to happen. Just give it a bit of space and time. And folks, we will Mm, give you more information on that. Space, time, continuum, yeah? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. All right, okay. So folks, that's your movie lot for this week. Now let's move on to the box office. And, and, yep, things are interesting. So in at number five, Devaldo, we are looking at uh, Annabelle Comes Home. Now, did you, yeah. now you saw this, didn't you? Yeah, I saw this, yeah. Yeah, and, um, uh, yeah, so you, and you, you like this? Yeah, I think it was all right. It's funny how it's come back because it's been out for a while. And for some reason, it's, it's kind of t- had a little resurgence in the box office. Yeah. You know? So people wanted, wanted a bit of horror. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so that's 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 in at number five. number five. Um yeah, so at number four, what do we have? Uh, we got yesterday, uh the film that talks about the Beatles uh amnesia of the world. So that's uh yep. a good film. I think you saw that you you liked it. Uh yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Number three we have uh, Far From Home, Spider Man. Uh twenty seven million in the UK so far. Uh still doing quite strong numbers every week actually, considering a couple, yeah, a couple of million a week, which is good. 2.3 million. Yeah, that's, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, number two, we have Toy Story 4, which has done 2.7 million in a week past. And altogether in the UK, 47 million. Whoa. Which is big numbers. People love Toy Story. I mean, it's been going since, what, 1990 something, yeah? It's crazy. Yeah. You know? And then number one, new entry, we have uh, The Lion King. Uh, 16 million is done in its first week. And we'll talk about it later on. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy, crazy. Exactly. Man. That is top five for us. And out this week on Blu-ray or on digital, mm-hmm. what do we uh, have? We've got uh, three choices I've put down today, which is the uh, first choice. I, I've, spoke, I've spoken about this a few times. If you haven't watched it by now, you're not serious in life, yeah? You need to stop and go <laughs> and watch this really, it's a mini series, five episodes. Just watch it's it. It's not too much of your life to take away. Five episodes, watch it. It's called Chernobyl, TV show, TV show. Uh, on HBO and in the UK is on Sky. Uh, you can also get it on Amazon as well, but you've got to pay for it. And Chernobyl is a really, really, really good uh, sort of real life depiction drama of the Chernobyl nuclear uh, disaster that happened in 1986 in uh, Chernobyl, which is like near sort of Russia slash Ukraine, Belarus. So watch it. It's really good. I loved it. Uh, so next we've also got another really, really good film. Uh, Us, mm. uh, Jordan Peele's follow-up to uh, Get Out. And again, this is a really, really good film. I saw it a few times in the cinema and I liked it. Liked it a lot. Uh, yeah. Talks about sort of race and uh, class and all that kind of stuff in America. And yeah, good film. Good film. 
Uh, and then the last film we've got here is uh, a Dumbo. And you will be a Dumbo. If you don't watch the first two <laughs> recommendations, this will be you. Yeah. So this is Disney's uh, live action. Uh, um, Tim Burton. Yeah. Tim Burton on this one, didn't he? I think. Yeah, Tim Burton. And I've listen. I'm. I feel like a Dumbo because I haven't seen this. Neither so have I. Divado. But you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Right. You've seen other films, so you're yeah, right. I'm all right. Okay. You're, I'll let you off. Exactly. Uh, I've seen Arsene Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Dumbo is out on Blu-ray DVD as well. So that's your lot, guys. Go and cop that. Go check them out. Okay, so now let's speak about what's new on streaming and some trailers. And I listen, listen. I'm. I know. Listen. I'll freely admit I'm a Dumbo because I've not seen orange is the new black and listen devout so many people have been raving about this show for so many years and it's just one of those things that i just haven't been able to sit down and just say i'm just definitely watching this and seriously what i'm i'm being a dumbo right no do you know what i I get it it's a good show i've seen the first i think three episodes three series Uh, so i've got catching up to do as well but it's a good show but it's not like it's good, but I wouldn't say it's great. It's not one of the shows that, you know, leave you on a cliffhanger and stuff like that, but it's good watching. It's like, it's relaxed right. and it's funny and at times it's not too serious. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good show. Don't get me wrong, but there's other shows out there that I would watch before this. So I do get where you're coming from. Sure. Okay. Well, season seven is now okay, so that's out good. on Netflix. I think it's the last season, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's got seven seasons, man. Mm. That is long, man. That is, that's, that's crazy. Uh, now, you know what? This next one, right? I've got to just kind of speak to you quickly about this. So I heard about this, this next movie, and I have not seen the trailer, but what I did see was, and what I did read about was the backlash that this movie has received since this trailer dropped on the internet and people are absolutely freaking out with the CGI or the way that this is, you know, the way that they've kind of made this. And I seen some of the pictures and it does look really strange and it looks really silly, but Deval, tell everyone what I'm babbling on. Yeah. Cats, which is a remake of the, uh, the sort of, the widely successful, uh, theater musical, isn't it? And, uh, I saw the trailer during Lion King. I had no idea of this film, by the way. I had no idea. So when I saw the trailer, I thought, what's this? And I saw these funny looking cats. I'm like, raw. And he's, he's seen all these actors and you're thinking, like, Judy Dench as a cat, she looks funny. It just Elba as a cat, he looks funny. It's like you get all these actors that are cats and like, you're thinking, look, at these, look at their faces. I mean, yeah, it's just, it is a bit weird. Uh, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't just because you can doesn't mean you should, yeah? So, I don't know. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how it's going to... I don't know. 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 Yeah? I don't know. <laughs> just, just, listen, I just saw the pictures. So, the no. pictures of the trailer. People Watch are freaking trailer, out, man. man. And Watch people it. are like, it's funny. What? It's like, when you see Idris Elba as a oh, cat oh. and you see all these other, all these other actors as, as cats, you're like, oh my gosh, is that what they'll look like? This should be an app. This, this, this should yeah, be like a cat it, app where you can cat, cat app your face and see what you you see what you'll look like in app in cats. That would be funny. That would be funny. That would be funny. And listen, you know the cats are they they CGI, yeah, yeah. right? It's all CGI. And, and and this is the thing, obviously, when people go to watch the stage show, it's there's no CGI. They, they put on furry costumes and things like that. And people are comparing this backlash to the backlash that Sonic the Hedgehog received oh, okay. because the director of Sonic 
the director of Sonic the Hedgehog released the trailer or released some footage and everyone went ape shit. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Like people went ape shit. And then he had to apologize and then say, sorry, we're going to go back to the drawing board and we are going to work on this. Can you believe it? Oh, wow. That's deep. Yes. That is deep. So cats, I'll, I'm going to check out the trailer just for the sheer fun of it. And, um, yeah, man. So, um, let's see, let's hopefully they're not a uh, pussy fucking around. <laughs> nice one. Um, so tell us what's on Amazon. Yeah. on Amazon, uh, so released recently actually is, well, not released recently yet, but seems to be released on Amazon is 300 and, uh, sucker punch, uh, two Zack Schneider films that I really liked. I like 300, <laughs> one of my favorite films, uh, and uh, and then yeah, Sucker Punch is another kind of uh, sort of strangest film uh, where, yeah, Zack Snyder explores sort of a different realm. People go and fight and stuff like that. And yeah, both good films, both uh, released on Amazon. And also, if, if while I'm on Amazon, guys, please do check out The Boys. We spoke about it a few weeks ago. Uh, the Boys, I've seen one episode so far. Uh, one and a half mm-hmm. episodes actually but so far do you know what I've been really 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 pleasantly surprised by it it's a superhero sort of TV show eight episodes stars Carl Urban who for me in this in this role he looks wicked he's actually really good in this role yeah really really good yeah, he's, got his, he's got his proper Australian accent as well no messing around yeah he's oh, proper nice. going like going raw with this one and uh, it looks like superheroes that misuse their powers and the backlash and it's proper like r-rated swearing killing it's hardcore it's not it's not a joke it's not no joke it's not like it's not even like the umbrella academy this is this is worse this is like it's like blood and shit man it's like it's like watchmen it's like people are getting blown up and it's like you know superman's uh you know one of the characters has got superman's uh like uh heat vision and he uses it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah he uses it <laughs> it's mad and it's crazy there's, there's a scene there's uh, one spoiler there's a scene where somebody can well one, one of the one of the superheroes has got uh the powers of the flash almost a lot of these superheroes their powers their powers are powers we've seen before so one of them can run like the flash right. and literally he runs through someone yeah that's that's all I'm gonna say. He literally runs through someone, and it is disgusting. And yeah, it's just there's yeah. so many repercussions to this. It's like people misuse their powers, and there's all this like marketing and film rights to do with these characters, and it's just crazy. So it's, it's a crazy world, but it's a sort of world that I, I reckon and would be if superheroes existed in the mainstream. It was so yeah. it would, it would happen. Because it would so happen like this. Trust me. Because exactly. of our egos. Exactly. That's what we're like. Exactly. And, and Devout, in the show, so you've got these these superheroes who are kind of misusing the powers and then do you get, have you got other superheroes who are trying to what to rein them Not in or something? Not just that, but you've got regular people, man, that are like, what's going on here? We've got to stop this. So they're like being like vigilantes, man. You know, they're, they're not having, they're, they've had Ooh. enough of it. They've had enough because they've, they've, they've suffered in the misuse of the superheroes powers they call them soups so they've suffered so they're like right there's like proper like you know there's an uproar there's there's even like a an undercover kind of uh you know uh fight back almost so yeah it's it's good i like it it's actually really good 
It's yeah. really good. Sounds good. Listen, I've just, I'm going to watch it because I've got a couple more episodes left of okay. Stranger Things. So, you know, that's really good. And then I'm moving on to Dark. I've got oh, to watch Dark. I finished Dark. Yes. That Dark is good. Dark okay. is good. But you got to concentrate. I, concentrate yes. because this season of Dark, Dark season two, it's, it's even more twisty than season one. If you don't concentrate... Really? Don't you can't even, your phone can't even be in your hand. Honestly, I made a mistake a few Fuck. times and I yeah. got a bit lost. Dark season two is concentrate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I've got so yeah. So I've got so Stranger Things, a couple of episodes left of Stranger Things, then I'm gonna move on to Dark and then I'll check out the boys. And yeah. after that, after that, that should lead me on to Mind Hunter ah. season two, which is coming out August the sixteenth. Ah Shimily Tuck Tuck. Yes. So okay. um, that's going to be really good. So, all right. Okay. So folks go check out those movies if you haven't and, and, and those trailers uh, on Amazon and uh, on YouTube somewhere, go, go check them out. All right. So now let's take a look at anniversary corner and Devaldo, you have, you know what, right? You've chosen an eclectic mix over here. So you are going, I can see the theme over here, Devaldo. You're making it can really you see kind a of pattern emerging. Can you see a pattern emerging? Now tell me about this first one. So um, this is from 10 years ago. This is 2009. And this is Hulk versus. Exactly. Hulk versus. And Hulk in this one as an animation. Uh, Hulk versus Hulk versus uh, Wolverine and Thor, actually. Mm. Yeah, so there's, there's a few battles that happen in this one, and uh, I saw this actually quite a while ago, and it's actually quite good because <laughs> you can imagine yeah. those those two uh, those two sort of characters or those three characters, I should say, Hulk, Thor, Wolverine. No one's going to back down. Everyone's got like an ego, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got an ego. No one wants to lose. Uh, but it's yeah, there's some good fights in this actually, and yeah, it's worth a watch. I like I like to start on the start too long. It's just it's quite isolated as well. It's not like there's a sure. you know, massive sort of plot and all that kind of stuff. It's just a lot of fighting. <laughs> yeah, and and we kind of saw. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm not sure whether or not the you know the film of I'm not sure if Thor Ragnarok took kind of anything from you know, Hulk versus, but obviously we saw Thor and Incredible yeah, Hulk fight yeah. in Thor Ragnarok, um, which was, that. It, that's a great fight. That was good. Moment. I think that was more taken from like Planet Hulk where he goes right, to okay. Sakaar and he's like, like, he sort of lives there and fights in a tournament and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, Thor, Thulk, I was going to say, Thulk, Thor and Hulk, they often do clash. And there isn't always a yeah. definitive winner sometimes. So you might get stopped for another reason, you know, but there isn't always like a one person doesn't kill the other. So it's interesting to sure. always get this battle. It reminds me, it, re it reminds me of the scene in Avengers when Hulk uh, gets released on the, on the, on, on the spacecraft. Yeah. And then he tries to lift up uh, Thor's hammer. It's brilliant. Yeah. He cannot lift up Thor's hammer. And Thor just like not gives him an uppercut with the thammer, uh, thammer, with the, with the, um, with the hammer. <laughs> We're both making words like today. <laughs> so, all right. So folks go check that one out. That's Hulk versus, and that was from 10 years ago. Now, Here's a little movie. I say little, but I mean, really, it's not little because this is Lion King. Yes. One. Lion King one. Lion King Did you one and a half. 
this is Lion King one yeah. and a half, right? Okay, <laughs> right. So I, I didn't even know Lion King one and a half. What, tell me what is Lion King one and a half? It's uh, halfway from Lion King <laughs> one to Lion King two, Simba's Pride. <laughs> right. Okay. So this is, when was this? Oh, this was 2004, right? Yeah, so 15 right. years ago. Yeah. And in your, like in your kind of like research of, you know, the whole Lion King thing. What did you, what did you make of Lion King one and a half? Uh, well, I ain't seen it for starters. Uh, and I don't think it's going to be any good to be honest. <laughs> but so far, I mean, it's more like, I don't know what, I'm going to talk more about, more about Lion King a bit later, but yeah, Lion King for me is all the same. It's all the same stuff. Yeah. They're in their pride. Yeah. They've got a little, <laughs> they've got a little thing to, to sort out. They sort it out. So car gets, you know, gets put away and then that's it. They live yeah. happily ever after until the next film. But until point, the next film, yeah, exactly. Just, oh, man, do you know what? Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Now, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, 1999, Tarzan, what, is this an animation? Yeah, yeah animation, yeah, yeah. This is another animation. And listen, I've got to tell you, I'm, I've been, I'm really bad with the animation stuff that comes out of Disney. So, um, I mean, if, if it's not Toy Story and it's not up oh, okay. and maybe how to train your dragon, then I won't know about it. But I mean, Tarzan from 20 years ago. Mm. So this is the, the legend of Tarzan story. Yeah. So t tell us what's, what's the, what's the Disney way of telling the story? Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's just basically, it shows his upbringing or his sort of backstory. He's raised by gorillas and he decides whether he wants to live with the gorillas or come and live with sort of mankind. Obviously, he, he, he meets his Jane and falls in love with her, has to defend her against both animals and also has to defend his his uh, uh, gorillas against mankind, really, you know, so he's sort of split. Uh, but this one got good reviews, actually, 7.3 on IMDb. Uh, it stars uh, Tony Goldwyn, who was actually, he was the sort of main guy in Scandal TV show. Uh, he was also in the Belco right. Experiment. Uh, he was a baddie that was in Ghost, that, that, uh, that you know, that double-crossed Patrick Swayze. Oh, He's the baddie. Sure, that guy yeah. who got cut in the train and then the ghouls came and took him away. Uh, Jane is played by Mini Driver. Uh, Brian Blessed right. is Clayton. Okay. So the guy oh. from Flash Gordon is Clayton. Uh, Glenn Close is in it as Carla. Uh, so you got you know Lance uh, Lance Henriksen. He's in it as well. You know, yeah. Oh my God, from uh, yeah Alien. Bishop. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. So you got a few. You got you got the, the baddie from uh, Jurassic Park who tried to steal the 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 sort of the the embryos and he got caught in the sludge and that that one oh, the dinosaur yeah. came and went. <laughs> And scared him, him the big yeah. guy him yeah remember <laughs> in his face and he was like ah and then he died <laughs> so he's in it but yeah so that's the that's the cast but yeah it's but your basic tarzan uh animation nothing yeah. too major there you know, if our if our listeners want something a bit more kind of i don't know Hard, less what? less animation they could always check out Greystoke the Legend of Tarzan Lord of the Apes which is a 1984 film based on the Tarzan legend yes also the also yeah. Legend of Tarzan Tarzan Legend of Tarzan 2016 <laughs> which has got Alexander Skarsgård yes. and it's also got Margot Margot Robbie 
Margot uh, Kitty in it. Margot what? No. Margot Robbie. Ma- no, sorry. Yeah. Margot Robbie. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Kitty with someone else. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so go check out those movies. If, if, if Tarzan from 20 years ago, you know, isn't kind of like, you know, your thing and you don't want to watch the Disney whole thing. Maybe go check out those those other yeah. versions. Okay, so from 25 years ago, the return of Jafar. Now, tell me about this one, Davaldo. Give me give me a, a, a plot point on this. Now, oh, Gordon Bennett, you're testing me today, aren't you? Okay, <laughs> 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 so basically, Jafar. Yeah. You no, know, he got he got, he got sent off in the first Aladdin because he was being bad, and in the second one, he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> oh right okay yeah so he nice. comes back and he tries to obviously take over where are they again i don't even know where they are they're in like in um in arabia that's it yeah 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 arabia <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because it's arabian arabian nights arabia yeah, yeah so so uh you know that's what happens you know so so yeah so jafar yeah. returns and then there's going to be more hijinks yeah exactly more 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 uh yeah more madness really and in this one the uh the genie isn't played by robin williams because he he didn't do it <laughs> oh yeah it's played by someone else called dan castellenta you know that name is that name is connected to the simpsons somewhere i think he does the voice of someone oh no you're right actually yeah the simpsons yeah 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 dan Castellent, yeah, he does the Simpsons. He does a uh, Homer. Oh, pff, well, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's big. Oh, that yeah, guy. gosh, he is big. Yeah. Um, all right. So that was the return of Jafar from twenty-five years ago, and then now five years before that, so from thirty years ago, so nineteen eighty-nine, Disney released The Little Mermaid and Duvaldo. Now this is this is interesting because. The Little Mermaid that's being remade, and uh, um, the cast, the cast, one of the cast members of that was just released recently, wasn't it? And it's someone called Haley Berry. <laughs> yeah, they, they, and a lot of people are confused because a lot oh, of people are thinking, yes, "Oh, it's yes, Haley Berry." Yes, yes, I'm talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this, this, so the Little Mermaid from thirty years ago is going to be remade into a live-action Disney. Um, movie and um, yeah, so the Little Mermaid. I don't know this one, man. You got a you got a fill in the blank. Yeah, the Little for Mermaid. Me. This is a uh, this is from time ago. Don't you remember this film? This um, animation. You, you never watched it? No, no. Yeah, no. I, I I remember it. I know that. Listen, it was like you know there and but I just didn't. I just didn't do it, man. I I, I couldn't. I didn't do it. No, you like big mermaids, don't you? You don't like little ones. Yeah. I know you. I exactly. know what you like. Exactly. I know what you like. I know what you like. But no, this, I know, <laughs> this is the story of Ariel, isn't it? Ariel, the little mermaid, and uh, she's made well. It's about being a princess, isn't it? So uh, she wants to be a princess. She wants to obviously live in her, in her domain under the water, but she falls for a human. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it's a bit of a like. Uh, duck out of fish out of water situation isn't it yeah literally yeah so she, she she basically wants to become human and a bit like you know uh splash 
Yeah, so sort of yeah, be human yeah, totally. and I'm, fall I'm, for I'm, a guy who's human and get the legs and all that kind of stuff. But you know, she can't walk around when it's raining because she'll turn into she'll turn into a mermaid and be flapping about on the high street. So she needs to make sure that she reads the weather really well and has a really big umbrella and her clothes are like waterproof and she can't mess about. So yeah. that's the situation with the little mermaid, basically. Yeah. And um, it won two Academy Awards, Devaldo, uh, one for best original score and best original oh, song. Wow. There you go. That's a surprise. There you go. So made quite a few waves oh in the gosh, industry. There he goes again. There he goes again. <laughs> made a splash, some would say. You're getting deep these days, man. <laughs> deep. Uh, okay, right. Okay, so folks, go check out those movies. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of fun. And look, I'm being ignorant over here. I said I haven't seen those movies, but that doesn't mean that I won't see those movies. I mean, like, listen, look, somewhere down the line, you know what? My kids might say, hey, like, I want to watch Tarzan. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm not going to show them, like, you know, the Christopher Lambert from 1984, that one. I might say, okay, let's watch Tarzan from 20 years ago, you know, the Disney one. So I'll pop that on and you know what? I'll, I'll be better informed. Okay. So folks, now let's move on to our film reviews and Duval has been out and about doing research for the show. And he's come back to tell us about what he thought about the Lion King. So Duvaldo, first of all, I want to know what the plot of the Lion King is. I want you to tell me what that is. And then I want you to tell me what you thought of the movie. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the Lion King 2019 uh, stars again. Uh, he reprises his role uh, as what's his name? Not, not Mustafa. What's the, what's the, what's the, the lead lion's name? James. James L. Jones James is his L. name, Jones. but he's, he's, he's daddy lion, basically. Mufasa, that's it. Sorry, Mufasa. Uh, so James L. Jones, yeah, Mufasa, uh, you've got yeah. Donald Glover, you've got Beyonce, you've got uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Uh, you've got a, a, whole, a whole bunch of actors. Seth Rogen's in it. Uh, there's some really good, there's some really good actors in this film. Uh, so the, the, the story is the same, literally, as... It's the same, man. It's the same, the same, the same as it's the, as same the 1994 uh, original animation. And it's just like, I mean, come on, man. I mean, do you know what? I guess if it's not, if it's not broken, don't fix it. People waiting to the cinema are expecting the same story. The same story is basically that Mufasa has his, has his kid, Simba. Simba, Mufasa is the king of the, of the lands, basically. Uh, his kid is now the next king of the lands, soon to be king. Uh, Mufasa has a brother called Jafar, who's evil. He just is evil. Uh, no, he's called Scar. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Jafar's not Aladdin. Yeah, sorry, Scar. Oh, yeah, Scar. Yeah, it's, yeah it's his and uncle. Uh, Scar wants to be ruler, but he will never be ruler because now there's a, there's a new kid on the block. Uh, so. Just as in the cartoons, uh, the new kid is quite inquisitive. He wants to go and explore. Uh, Scar gives him the idea to go and explore the Shadowlands. You know, the kid Simba goes with Nala, who's played by Beyonce, to go and explore the, sh the Shadowlands. Jafar, sorry, Scar has sort of schemed up a plot to get the hyenas to 
kill Simba so that he won't he won't inherit the throne, <laughs> and and hopefully Scar can get yeah. the throne, and uh, basically yeah that's what he does. Uh, and Mufasa comes looking for Simba, and just like in the cartoons, he dies, he falls off the cliff. It's the same thing, mate. Everything's the same. If you've seen that, if you if you've seen nineteen ninety four, you've seen this. But this has just got sort of. Yeah. No, that I yes, have exactly. So it's the same thing, but just with like lifelike uh, uh, animals. And there's nothing to report there. All the songs are the same. Well, they're the same, but I think slightly different sometimes. But uh, the story's the same. So, you know, Mufasa dies. Simba goes missing because Scar says to him, look what you've done. It's your fault your father's died. Now run, go, go. So Simba goes off and he meets uh, yeah. Pumbaa and Simone. Is that his name? Simone and Timbo. The, 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 the buffalo and the hyena, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pumbaa yeah. and Simone or whatever. Yeah. He goes living with them. He, he sort of matures. They sing. Uh, Akuna Matada while he grows up <laughs> they live up they live up they live off the earth and you know and it's just yeah and sooner or later Nala comes and sees she runs into Simba while he's out there living his life and you know tells him what's going on he comes back and he you know he basically beats Scar it's just the same thing and yeah do you know what I'll it's be honest I wasn't really impressed by it I didn't feel like I got anything from it I actually preferred Aladdin as a remake compared to the Lion King, uh, sure. the animals, sure. there was some sort of, uh, uh, I guess, bad reviews from people saying the animals lacked expression because yeah, because it's like a live oh. action, you know, depiction and animals don't smile, do they? <laughs> so you, you can't make an animal smile. So <laughs> it's like when animals are talking, they kind of lack empathy, not empathy, they lack emotion in their face which is just something that is part of the animal kingdom, I guess. <laughs> but that's one thing I got as well, uh, the, the lack of emotion on an animal's face. And there isn't much, there isn't much way around it apart from giving them, uh, giving them emotion, but then it takes away the fact that it's not animation, it's, it's real, you know, it's meant to be live action. So it's a bit of a funny one, but I do understand where they're coming from. But yeah, for me, just the whole thing, I just didn't, do you know what? I didn't need to see it again. To be honest, I didn't get anything from it really. The, the effects are great and stuff like that, and the voice acting is all good. But for me, I didn't get anything really from it. I could have not seen that film and still been alright. So, in terms of kind of like f the feel-good factor that you would normally probably get from watching a Disney movie like this, you know, to, I mean, what are we talking about over here? So, when you walked out of that cinema screening, you were like, uh, "Yeah, okay, well, did they really need to do it?" So. It wasn't really giving you that that uplift, right? No, nah, I mean, there were, uh, like, a few songs when they sing like Akuna Matada and all that, you know, it's like it's quite nice and all that. That was the only part I would say. Apart from that, nah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, that's, that's just me as well. Because I'm not really into musicals that much. But, you know, that kind of, sure. I yeah. think for me, the best characters were the, the Warthog and the, the, the Meerkat. Pumbo and Simone, they were the, they were the best characters for me yeah. out of the whole thing. Yeah. Even Scar for me, yeah. I think Chiota Ejiofor done really well with Scar, done really well. Yeah, so they were the three main characters that were good for me. Yeah, wow. the rest were good but not. Great. And yeah, and 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 this was directed by our mate uh, John yes. John Favreau. Yes. So um, he's he's no stranger to big budget movies, and you you'll remember, ladies and gentlemen, he directed. Uh, 
uh, Mowgli just what maybe a couple of years ago, two three years ago, and that turned out to be yeah. kind of like a oh, big, jung- Jungle Book. You mean that was like a big Jungle Book budget? Yeah. Sorry, Jungle Book. Yeah. Yeah. So and you know what? I got to say, I I didn't mind that actually. I I, I thought that was okay. I thought Jungle Book was I right. Still and I still it. haven't seen. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Andy Circus's version, which is on Netflix, I think, which is yeah. called Mowgli. And that's supposed to yeah. be a bit okay. darker. Okay. So I need to check that one out. But John Favreau is no stranger to these big budget, you know, movies. And let's face it, he is like a darling for, for Disney, I'd say, because he's got his hands in in the Marvel movies and he's executive producer, a lot of those stuff. So it's interesting that he's going for these types of movies. Now, do you think, do you think, Devaldo, that Marvel, Disney, sorry, do you think Disney are doing the right thing here by remaking all their back catalogue? Like, do we need to see Aladdin again? Do we need to see The Lion King again? Do we need to see The Little Mermaid again? Do we need to see Tarzan? I'm sure Tarzan's probably going to be next. Well, do you know what? To answer the question, yes. Uh, and... I don't, do you know what? It's not really a need, but it's a want. No, I don't think we need it, but people mm. want it. Box office doesn't lie. Uh, Aladdin yeah. has done a billion. Yeah. So there's your answer. This, this has done eight, 800 mil. Disney shareholders are not going to say, well, you know, uh, it's been done before. Well, hmm, should we do it again? Hmm, hmm, uh, how much should we make? A billion pounds. Yes, let's do it. Like they're not going to shy away. Money is being, they're, print, they're printing their own yeah. money here. Yeah. So Disney yeah. will do Disney. Definitely. They will redo the same shit if people are going to watch it and Bob's your uncle. That's it. You know what I mean? That is it. Exactly. And not only that, these movies are then are going to be lined up. So they are basically lining these movies to then be shown on the Disney streaming service, which, you know, it's just kind of this revolving money making machine, the house of mouse. So listen, yeah, I I get it. I I, I totally get it now. Okay. So should I go out and watch this movie, Duvaldo? If I've already seen the first one. No. Okay. No. That's the answer. That's, only, right. that's the answer you're going to get from me now <laughs> and tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Brilliant. All right. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, go check out The Lion King 2019 and let us know what your thoughts are. Did you like it? Did you hate it? You know, was it necessary? Let us know, share your feelings. And if everything is Hakuna Matata, then no problem. Share that as well with us. Okay, so now, Devaldo, there's another movie that you are going to tell me about. And you went out to do a bit more research for this podcast. But this time, the research took a bit of a scary turn, I take it, by the look of this movie. I'm talking about The Dead (laughs) Don't Die. The Dead Don't Die, exactly. It's very worrying, you know, when the dead don't die. Yeah. When the dead don't die, things are looking really bad. So tell me about the dead don't die. And remember, by the way, we we um we spoke about this kind of like yeah. three or four episodes ago when there was a trailer out there and yeah, it hasn't been released here oh, okay. in, in down under unfortunately, but tell me about it because I yeah, still want to so see it. Yeah, so it stars Bill Murray and Adam Driver uh as like cops in this uh small town called what's it called again? Centerville, I think it's called. And uh, Ooh, I know, that's not creepy. It. Also, got Steve, Steve Buscemi, Chloe, 
Seg, I can't say his surname. Seg, Seg Shevney. She, I can't say it. She oh, French. the French okay. actress. Yeah. Dan, Danny Glover's in oh, it as not. well. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's actually Riz is in it as well from Wu-Tang Clan. Also, Rosie oh. Perez is in it as well. Yeah. Wow, she hasn't, I haven't seen yep. her in Tilda Swinton's in, in it. Selena Gomez, Iggy Pop's in it. You got a few, a few wow. famous cats are in it, but yeah, it's uh, written and directed by Jimmy Jamush. I think I'm saying your name right, probably yeah. wrong, but yeah. So basically, the film is about a small town. It's a, it's a sort of like witty comedy, dry humor comedy kind of thing. Uh, you can tell from Bill Murray being in it. You know what kind of? It's kind of like a zombie land type situation, but it's like it's like Shaun, Shaun of the Dead situation, sure. but just dry humor comedy. Uh, the the cops in this town and it's like a, there's, an, there's an eerie kind of vibe going on. Uh, what's happened again? What the Earth? The Earth's axis has been knocked off course, and it's causing strange occurrences. One of the strange occurrences that's happened from this is the fact that uh, the dead have risen. So mm, yeah, so the Earth's axis somehow. <laughs> Just listen to that. The Earth's axis being knocked off course has caused the dead to rise. Yeah, of all the things to happen, that's what it did. Yeah, so yeah. so bit bit by oh, bit, shit. dead starts the dead starts to rise basically, and the cops, uh, Bill Murray and Adam Driver, have to deal with it in this small town. Uh, Tilda Swinton is a like a ninja sort of samurai samurai short uh-uh. wielding. Uh, autopsy person. <laughs> she does, yeah. So okay. she works in the autopsy. Wow. She does uh post mortems for, for the, the police department. So she's around dead all the time. She's a weird character in this. She's called Zelda. She's a really weird character. But Tilda Swinton always is weird characters anyway. But it's really funny. It's like it's a funny film. It's uh, it's like it's dark humor. It's just it's dry. It's a bit witty at times. And there's a couple of times where they actually kind of break the fourth wall a little bit actually because uh, there's, there's a moment where oh shit yeah uh adam driver speaking with bill murray and bill murray says to adam driver he says what's going on here like what's what's what's, what's happening and adam driver says <laughs> it's zombies don't you know and he's like what he's like didn't you read the script and bill murray's like oh i just i just skimmed it <laughs> And then that's it. Then, 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 then they sort of carry on talking about other stuff. And then it's like, it's just a really quick moment, but for people that pay attention, they'll know like they're literally talking, they're, they're breaking the fourth wall here. There's another moment where, because uh, wow. for a few times in the, in the film, there's a song that plays, which is actually called The Dead Don't Die. So it's an old song from like the 50s or 60s or something like that. And... Uh, they're, they're playing it in the car. Adam Driver and Bill Murray are playing it in the car and they're near the start of the film. And uh, Bill Murray's like, oh, I've heard this song before. And Adam Driver's like, yeah, well, it's the theme tune, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but it's just, it's just glossed over, you know? So it's like, there's a few, mo- there's a few, mo- a few moments in the film yeah, that are like yeah. that, that are very funny, but in a very dry way. And the film has a few moments like that that are very dry humour kind of, it fits the kind of mode of the film, but it's a good film. It's a decent film. I think, you know, it's not going to last long in the cinemas. When I went to see it, there's only two people in the cinema, me and one other person. 
So this is gonna this is gonna Damn. lead to cinema quick. You know? Uh it might not even it, it might, might not. not even make its way over to Australia because that would when so was it just released yeah, it recently was in the UK like a, a week or two ago I think it was and right, Fast and okay. Furious is coming out soon so it's like films like this are not gonna are not gonna last long but this is a good film I think I actually think this film should have come out on Netflix that's what I think I think it would have done better on Netflix oh, than yeah. a cinema release but what do I know but yeah it's uh. It's a good film. I liked it. I did enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy it. It's not It's not a blockbuster, but it's a nice, it's a calm film. And, it's a calm film. Yeah. It's good. And, and what, what about the zombies? The are zombies they, are, they're are they funny zombies, man. They can zombies, talk. Or are they... <laughs> they can sort of talk a little bit. Not, not, not a full conversation, <laughs> but they can say a few words. And the zombies, sure. the, the zombies tend oh, to uh, do what they love doing when they were alive. So if they love playing baseball, then they'll stand there swinging the bat oh. just, just, just for no reason. <laughs> whatever they, whatever they did when they were alive, they sort of do it. Yeah, it's mad. And, and, and it sounds like as if there's kind of like some sort of. It, it, could you say there's some sort of message? And and I'll, I'll ask you the reason. I'll tell you the reason why, because when you look back to George A. Mm. Romero's movies like Dawn of the Dead and everything, there was this kind of underlying message about, you know, about humanity and the way that we're all turning into zombies because of you know, media and things like that. Is is there some sort of underlying message behind this movie? I didn't really get that in this, I don't think. No. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I did. Uh, I don't think it was even said like that. I don't think. But there was a moment when Adam Driver, Adam Driver's character seems to be like the one that understands a lot. And he even said, because someone, someone in, the, in, in the film, I think Selena Gomez's character, she had a car that resembled something in a George A. Romero film, I think. I think oh. he, he even said it. Okay. I think he even said it. So he's, he's very he's very aware of what's going on, even though he's part of the film. Right. Even, yeah, there was a scene in the film where he hands, yeah, because Tilda Swinton, her character, uh, she goes to the police department and says, oh yeah, I can help. And she basically helps him out. And she says, oh yeah, I just need someone's car. And Adam Driver gives her his car keys and what's he got on his car and his, and his chain. What's he got on there? What do you reckon? A, what, a kind of like uh, a nod to another zombie movie. No, not another, not, 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 not another zombie movie, but you can guess now what it was. Don't tell me Star Wars. Yeah. He's got oh, a Death sh- Star. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got a, de- is it a Death Star. You know them big, the yeah. big spaceships. Yeah. The Death big, Star. Yeah. Oh, the, no, the uh, the the little triangular spaceships that oh the that, Tie Fighters, nah, the big ones that you know that uh, I can't remember what they're called, but they're, they're like big triangular sort of shaped spaceships that yeah. usually come out of warp. They come out of warp really quick, and oh, they're like shit. they they'll surround the planet or something. They're the big ships basically. <laughs> yeah. So he had one of those on his keyring. Oh and my they, gosh! They said Star Wars. They said, "Oh, that's from Star Wars," and they sort of spoke about it for a bit. I was thinking, "Hold on a second, you're in Star Wars. You can't." <laughs> this <laughs> is funny. mad. So I got to try yeah. and watch this, man. You got to somehow. You got to try and watch. It. I know. I know you will appreciate it. Yeah, I know you'll yeah, appreciate it. Sounds it? like yeah. as if I would. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh, worth it. Brilliant. It's worth it. So yeah, yeah I, like I give. Uh, okay, let me let me give some marks. Lion King. I'll probably give. A five and a half, I reckon. I don't really, yeah. I'll give this one a seven. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'll give the dead don't die a seven. 
Yeah. Nice one. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, out of the two, I know which one that I'm definitely want to, you know, want to be watching over there. Um, okay. So, um, folks go check out those movies and especially the dead don't die and let us know. Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? You know, was it funny? Was it scary? Um, and just share with us. All right. So folks now let's move on to hidden gems and Deval has, has done a lot of research, but he's gone above and beyond this week to give us a look at a movie, which is pretty, it's fairly new to Valdo, this movie. This, so this movie is from 2019 and it's called the hole in the ground. So already it's, you know what? It sounds ominous. So I'm assuming this is a a Sahara movie as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about the hole in the ground. Oh my gosh, my gosh. This is a hidden gem. This, uh, for a hidden gem, it's actually quite recent, you know, and, uh, Mm. this is actually, what was it? 20, yeah, 2019. And it's directed and written by Lee Cronin. Uh, this film is, uh, based in Ireland and basically tells a story of a mother and her son who, uh, she, I think she's broken up with the father of her child. So it's just her and her son going it alone. And she's having to cope with obviously like all the, you know, the parental duties, work and school, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not easy, you know, it's not easy for anyone, but, uh, yeah, she's doing her thing, trying her best. Basically they live in a small town and in this small town, uh, there's, a it's a bit of an eerie town as well, actually. It's a bit of an eerie town. Uh, but everyone kind of knows each other kind of thing. And in this town, in the forest, there's a big hole in the ground. There's just a big hole in the ground. A bit like yeah. a sinkhole. A bit like a right. sinkhole that you see around. Yeah. And uh, it's just there. No one goes to it. No one troubles it. But there's a big hole in the ground. Uh, but bit by bit, it's like things just are eerie just weird one of her neighbors starts to exhibit some weird behavior like coming up to her car and staring at her son and like saying weird things to her like your son is not your child and stuff like that and she's like what and it turns out this lady uh a few years ago she what did she do she her son died uh and it was some strange circumstances that her son died yeah and she was like put in a mental home and she was released but she was put in a mental home because she was saying her son wasn't her son all kinds of stuff like that uh so that sort of makes you think "Mm, why is her son not her son so bit by bit uh eeriness sort of happens and the 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 main sort of lady now her her and her son she's about i don't know 28 or something like that her son's about mm, eight i would say so he starts to get a bit weird now. <laughs> he starts to get a bit weird. A little bit kind of like how, you know, what's that film we saw with the Superboy? Uh, oh. Um, Brightburn. Brightburn, it's, yeah. It's kind yeah. of like that kind of setting, but it's not so sci-fi. It's just quiet weird, you know, which is a bit more worrying. But yeah, so he just starts to be a bit weird, exhibit like unnatural un, uh, behaviors that a normal kid of eight years old would do. He's, you know, he's staring a lot. He sits there just looking into thin air. His character, he's not playing with his toys and, you know, like uh, he's getting a bit snappy with his mum and stuff like that. And things just get a bit weird. And there's one scene where the mum, this is like halfway into the film, I think, or even a bit more into the film. There's a scene where the mum looks 
she's like she hears some weird noises coming from the boy's room and she basically sees him uh there's a spider because he's scared of spiders but for some reason she sees him with a spider holding it and then he eats the spider and she's like Mm. what and she starts to think what's going on with my son like my son is being a bit weird i'm not going to spoil it basically but shit starts to happen where she actually believes something's going on here and yeah basically the hole in the ground that's in this town becomes a real like situation like the hole is a situation and things have been happening for a long time before they turned up and she starts to realize okay i think i know what's going on here and she has to deal with it and try and obviously deal with the impact it's had on her son and it's not yeah it's not easy it's 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 not what you see happen or what you see what you what you will will see take place you would not have suspected that to be the case oh shit yeah but it's Damn. it's really the film is really well made it's, it's on a budget i'm sure and it's very sort of slow paced and just patient but at the same time it it does you know gradually get more and more ominous and you kind of get taken on a ride the mum starts off as a you know, she's been through some shit and you know, she's trying to look out for her son and that, but she seems a bit hopeful. But then you see the hope get sucked out of her and you just see her getting a bit more stressful and a bit like how it was in the, the, the Babadook. Like the mum's like trying to deal with all these emotions and all these situations and she's facing an unknown threat as well. So it's a bit like that. It's, it's well made. I, like, I did like this film, actually. I did like this film. It's only, it's only an hour and a half. It's not, it's not too long which I think horror films shouldn't be. But yeah, it's, it's a decent film, you know? It's a decent wow, film, man. The Hole in the Ground, yeah. And, Sounds uh, really interesting. It's a good so film, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So this thing, right, so with this, with the, with the change in the kid, is that, that's it, that's definitely explained in the movie, right? Why yes, this kid has yes, changed. Yes, yes, okay, yes, yeah. yeah. So I, won't, I won't spoil it for, for everyone now, but it will just ruin it otherwise. But yeah, it's explained and... But you, you won't you won't suspect that's what it was, right? That's okay. what I will say. Ooh. But it's uh, right. <laughs> it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. Defo, Defo, man. Yeah, there's a couple of movies on there that I definitely want to watch. Um, yeah. So the dead don't die and the hole in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so folks, hope you mm. have enjoyed the show and uh, let us know what you think. Hit us up on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, uh, where else can they reach us, Deval? Uh YouTube as well, we're on there. And uh, just just shout. <laughs> shout. Shout out. Shout, shout out. We will hear you. Get in touch. Exactly. But next week we're gonna we're gonna be talking about uh Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. And also Deval, I'm not sure if this is happening in the UK, but have they are they re-releasing some old movies? For example, like Matrix over here, and all that. Yes, The Matrix. Yeah. yeah, that's getting released. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's popped up. Matrix has popped up. Back to the Future has popped up, and oh, um, okay. a couple of other ones. As, a couple of other ones have popped up. So Aliens as well, apparently. Oh, okay, okay. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, so we've got um, in three days' time, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. So we'll definitely yep. be watching that one. Definitely. And yeah. So there is a movie that looks pretty, pretty interesting that I want to check out. It's a Hong Kong movie. It's a, it's a Hong Kong movie. It's called Danger Close, The Battle of Long Tan. 
I might check that one out. Oh, hello. Yeah, do. Please do. Let, let me know about that one. Sounds interesting. Oh, and, and then August the 15th. So in about two weeks time, two and a half weeks time, we've got Once Upon a Time in oh, Hollywood. Yes, 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 yes. That should be good as well. That, that explores... Uh, some of the, the the Manson murders, doesn't it? It does indeed. So yeah, so folks, we've got some movies and also this stuff on. Um, oh, ne- by the way, we'll I'll, we'll speak about this new Netflix movie. It's called Triple th- uh, Triple Threat, which I saw. I just didn't have we just didn't have enough time to speak about it. But we'll speak about that next week. And that stars Tony Jaa and Eco Oase. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, that's the guys from the Raid. Yeah, the Raid and. Um, on back the raid on back there you go mm. so yeah so we'll, we'll we'll speak about those two and that oh, cool. one you can okay. find on netflix oh yeah. cool triple threat okay i think i've seen it on there but i've just not actually watched it but yeah yeah all right okay nice cool. one so so it's a big peace out from me yep peace out from me as well see you guys next time and don't forget to follow us on instagram facebook youtube and twitter just pop in the flicksters podcast